Welcome to the On the Road to Freedom podcast. We're so glad you joined us today. We can't wait to get into the Word with you and share some truth that's going to change your life. Make sure and hit the subscribe button and help us spread the word by rating and reviewing the show. You can also connect with us at myland.org for more helpful resources. Now, let's get into today's show. Welcome to On the Road to Freedom. Today, we're in Fort Worth at the Magnificent Botanical Gardens. It is beautiful mm-hmm. here. We're at the Koi Pond <laughs> exhibit. Yeah, yeah Japanese mm-hmm. garden. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just a beautiful place. They let me sit down here and rest under the cabana <laughs> and uh, just chill a little bit. Last week, we brought you something really special and unique. I was watching the ladies' meeting that my wife did at Eagle Mountain International Church, and it was so anointed, I thought. And, and by the way, that's the only time we bring you anything other than what we film on the road in unique situations. We never just bring something to you unless we believe it's so anointed that God sent us a Holy Spirit-inspired word that's for you today. Amen. And even though this is about the gracious woman, a book that she wrote that's helping women everywhere to learn how to be kind and and gentle and patient and more like Jesus. Mm -hmm. Those words that she uses the example for is not just for women, it's for men, guys. So don't turn this away. I learned so much from this. Again, this is part two of the gracious woman. It's gonna be magnificent. Jesus, when he spoke, the Bible says that the people who heard him speak marveled at the words that he used because they were so anointed. And that's for us guys. I don't know about you, but God wants us to be able to accomplish our goals with kindness and with Mm -hmm. gentleness, leading with love instead of harshness and aggressiveness and and the things of the flesh. He wants us to lead in the spirit. So this is a Bible study like everything else we do. We are just studying the word because Jesus said, if you continue in my word, you will be my disciples truly and you'll know the truth and the truth will make you free. Check it out. This is going to make you more like Jesus. It's so important that you understand right now, especially ladies who are um, elders here, we need to lead in graciousness. The younger generation needs to have an example. And, you know, my mom, I love growing up. She loved this verse, let your speech at all times be gracious, seasoned as it were with salt. And what she would say to me growing up, and I needed this example. I needed my mom leading me in this. And you've been a beautiful example of graciousness, mom. Thank you. (laughs) And so she would say, I'd get a little bit of an attitude. I'd get a little sassy. And she'd look at me and go, Christy, season your words with grace. And immediately I, okay, what'd that mean? Start talking right. (laughs) Start talking right. And immediately I would make that adjustment. And that training from a young age helped me immensely. So I'm asking you elders, two ladies, all of us in here, we need to lead in this. We need to be examples everywhere we go of graciousness. Now I see some blank looks because I realize you're thinking, wow, is this really possible? I mean, let your speech at all times be gracious. You mean even before I've had my coffee in the morning? Yes. Is it possible? 
But you know, according to the word, he never gives us an instruction to do without giving us the grace to do it. Making the decision is the hardest part. Making the commitment is the hardest part. And once you take that step of faith, then the grace of God empowers you to do what you could not do just a moment before you made that decision. Amen. So ladies, by the grace of God, we can do this. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So who wants to be a wise woman? Me too. Because you know, the word says wisdom is the principal thing. Wow, we cannot overemphasize this. God said wisdom, his wisdom was the most important thing for you to gain if you're going to be successful in this life. It's the principal thing. So he said, wisdom is this, James 3, 17. It's first of all pure, then it's peace loving. You mean I'm not fighting for my rights? No, peace loving. Courteous, consider, you mean even when that person cuts me off in traffic? Yes, courteous. They get my parking space? Yes, courteous. Considerate, gentle. Now, you know, I'm, t- I'm giving you those examples because that's where I'm at, right? When those things happen and I'm choosing to be kind, I'm choosing to be patient, I'm choosing, I get in the line at the grocery store, I'm in a hurry, I'm a to-do list person. So once I got my to-do list, one, two, three, four, I'm going after that list. And Mylon says this, heaven help anybody who gets in the way <laughs> when she's getting her to-do list done, Right. So when I tell you these examples, these are times where I've had the Lord's had to correct me and prompt me and say, Christy, be patient, be kind, slow down, relax. I hear that a lot from Mylon. Relax, Christy. (laughs) Relax. Now, I know you hear my soft voice. I'm seeing it on your face again. You hear my soft voice and you say, there's no way. We think you've already had this done your whole life. No, that is not the case. Oh my goodness, I'm a, my natural personality is type A, go-getter, get the job done, um, and it didn't matter how hard I have to work to do it, and, and so very goal-oriented. My natural personality is very driven, and so I had to learn, and you know what, I was wearing myself out because all of those characteristics I just shared with you, that's all in the natural. That's the flesh. So I had to learn God's way so that I could find rest for my soul. You know where Jesus said that? Who wants rest for their soul, their mind, their will, and their emotions, especially in the days we're living in? Don't we need that? Well, God said, Jesus said, learn from me. I'm gentle. I'm gracious, right? So the wisdom of God is peace-loving, courteous, gentle. It's willing to yield to reason. How many of you know, when, once you've lost your temper, you are unreasonable? <laughs> okay? Okay, so the wisdom of God is willing to yield to reason, full of compassion and good fruits, wholehearted and straightforward. There's that. We don't draw back. We're speaking the truth boldly, right? Straightforward, impartial. So when we are walking in the wisdom of God, I need you to really understand this. We will be gracious. We'll be kind. We'll be patient. And you know, ladies, really, we should be famous for our kindness. 
Proverbs 31:26 says, again, the gracious woman is uh, the Proverbs 31 woman. She's it, right? She's our example, our standard. Again, have y'all ever read that chapter and gone, how does she do it? How did she do it, right? But again, by the grace of God, we can do this. Amen. She, she opens her mouth in skillful and godly wisdom. On her tongue is the law of kindness. A law means it's set, fixed, or regulates your actions. Now, this simply means, now, you've heard of the law of gravity, right? Well, she operates her life according to the law of kindness. That means she didn't step outside of kindness when she spoke, when she acted, when she reacted. The law of kindness regulated her actions. Isn't that amazing? So that was one, when I read that, I thought, Lord, I make a commitment now. Set a guard over my mouth that I may not sin against you, that I may regulate my life by the law of kindness. Hallelujah. And so why have we not, um, well, let me put it on me. Why was I not more passionately endeavoring to do this? Because I grew up in church. I heard this message preached. Well, the simple reason is I just didn't value it. I didn't think it was important. Here's what I wanted to learn. Tell me how to make those bold declarations of faith. Tell me how to move my mountains. That's what I want to hear about. And those are all good things. We need to learn that. But here's the key. Your faith-filled declarations, all of our demonstrations of faith, we can run, we can jump, we can dance, we can shout, and they are only effective and only work by love. So the gracious message is all about the love walk. Because even 1 Corinthians 13 says, even if you have enough faith to move mountains, but if you don't have love, you're just a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. Do you remember when I talked to you about earlier, graciousness affects our witness. So I need to encourage you ladies, this is so important that we value graciousness because that's what the enemy wants to do. He wants to minimize this message. Because it affects our love walk. And then he knows it will affect our faith. And if you need the scripture for that, that's Galatians 5, 6. Faith works by love. 1 Corinthians 13, 1 was about if we're not walking in love, then we're just a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. But we're not going to do that, are we? (laughs) Praise God. We're going to choose graciousness. I know, again, I was trying to explain to you earlier about uh, my contentious behavior. You know, I really didn't know I was contentious till I got married. <laughs> and then I started contending for control. And then it became real obvious. So in our marriage, I noticed that, you know, let me give you an example. There's, um, you know, like in a boxing match, I know we're all ladies here, but there's a champion and a contender, right? So the champion has the place of authority. And what is that contender after? He's after that position of authority. He wants that final say, right? He wants to be the victor. And so when you're contentious, that means you're contending for that last word. You're contending for that place of authority. So I was doing that in my marriage. And, you know, we came to a crossroads. 
And it was pretty serious. My marriage could, our marriage could have gone either way. Now I'm going to humble myself with you and I'm going to tell you this. This is the truth. Our marriage could have gone either direction. We could have stayed together or divorced based on the choice I was about to make. If I was going to choose graciousness and honor his leadership, like the word says to do, or if I was going to keep fighting to have my voice. And when I surrendered to the Lord, our marriage, what happened is we, we had had strife, constant strife and contention because we realized I had come out of being a successful business person. And now I had answered the call to full-time ministry, which I knew nothing about. I was diving off into the deep end, but I knew I was called. But I'd come from a place of real independence. And so now I come into a marriage and what? You're telling me, no, I can't buy what? What? Okay. And so thus began <laughs> the discussions, right? I'm, discussion is my nice word for a fuss. But thus began the discussions. And so Proverbs says, Proverbs 21, 9 says, it is better to live on a rooftop exposed to all kinds of weather than to live in a palace shared with a contentious woman. Okay, so I'm not talking to you right now. I'm, I'm admitting to you, this is about me right now. And I was there. And I remember Mylon just telling me, Christy, you are going to have to seek the Lord about this. And so let me give you an example. You know, I, I really was deceived. I thought, here's what I believed. If I didn't contend, I feared that I would be taken advantage of. It was rooted in fear. My anger, my contentious attitude, my uh, don't mess with me, I'll put you in your place attitude. That was rooted in fear that if I didn't react defensively, I was going to be walked on. I really believed that. And so I had to surrender that to the Lord. And I have to tell you, ladies, when I did, I surrendered in tears. Because the devil had so lied to me that if you take that step of kindness and graciousness and you really prefer and honor and adore your husband, your dreams are never going to come true if you're not fighting for your rights. Right? That was the deception. So when I laid that down and I cast that to the Lord and I surrendered to him, I'm telling you, it's like a weight just went whoosh. And I realized I'm not anointed to lead. I'm talking about marriage right now, I know. But in the marriage, the husband is the head of the wife as Christ is the head of the church. Now, I'm not talking about following into sin of any kind. But I'm talking, I have a godly husband. And he was leading me in um, righteousness. And the word says for me to honor, prefer, adore him, right? That's what I'm called to do. And God's anointed me to do it. And when I made the commitment to do that, that weight of me trying to lead, it wasn't hard for him. It wasn't heavy for him because he was anointed to do it. But when I was trying to take that position, it was heavy for me. In Matthew 28 and verse 18, Jesus spoke to them saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations. That's what we're here for. That's right. Baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. 
This is the great commission given to us by our Lord and Master. And it's given to all of us who call ourselves disciples or followers of Jesus Christ. The truth is everyone's called. We're called to do different parts of building the kingdom, but yes. we're all called. In the book of Isaiah, God said, whom shall I send and who will go for me? Mm. And you know, Mylon and I, we made this statement years ago. We said, here am I, yeah. send me. But you can say that too. You can yeah. make that commitment too. Here am I, send me. So will you answer the call and give your life in service to Him and to His people through joining Team Mylon? You just go to mylon.org and click on Team Mylon. You can also be a social media evangelist by liking and sharing our post. That helps us get the word out to more Amen. people. And we also send a monthly letter to you, a free teaching of what God has spoken in our heart for you when you join Team Milan. And we also make a commitment to you to pray for you daily, to speak faith-filled prayers of agreement with you for you to walk in the fullness of your call. Amen. So we love you. Be blessed today. And so let me give you an example. We were flying one day and we were um, going to a place where we were going to minister, but also we were going to take some vacation time. And so we get there and we'd been fasting and we had been praying and we're now we're going to break our fast <laughs> when we go on vacation, right? So we go in the grocery store and we're about to go to the condo. Someone had blessed us with a condo for the week and it was such a huge gift to us. We were so excited, but we go to the grocery store and we're getting all the stuff we want. So now we're really, we're blowing it out, right? So I tell Mylon, I said, you know, let me make you that, your favorite cake, the yellow cake with the chocolate icing. And he said, oh yeah, let's do it. So I grabbed the mix and you know, I'm not just a simple mix, mix and the canned icing, right? Okay. So I grabbed that. Well, now I'm in the pan aisle and I'm thinking if I don't what if they don't have the right pans, right? So I better get the pans that I need. So I go to pick up the pans and I pick up the three nine-inch round pans. Well, Mylon's with me. He picks up the one 13 by nine-inch pan. Now we're both looking at each other and I'm going, no. And I said, my mom made the three nine-inch round. That's what we do. It's pretty and there's icing between each layer. <laughs> That's what we do, Right. Because if I'm going to cheat, I want to do it right. I still want it to look pretty, right? And I'm a designer, remember? <laughs> so anyway, so my husband, he's thinking, why would we buy three pans when we could buy one, right? He's thinking frugal. Why do we need three? So thus began the discussion, okay? So we start going back and forth. Now, again, I'm trying to give you an idea that so that you know I've been there, done that and still have to keep a check on it. So we're going back and forth, and I decide, I don't say this, but on the inside, I decide, I'm not losing this one. <laughs> I did. I mean, I thought, that's, I'm not, he's not even making it. He's not even in the kitchen helping me. Why does he care, right? So I'm thinking, I'm not losing this one. So we keep going. Well, while this discussion, it gets heated heated, heated. I'm sure our voices were getting louder. And a man, I've got my back turned. Mylon's like this. He said, a man came down the aisle, heard us arguing and turned around and went the other direction. <laughs> That's how loud it was, right? And so here's what's crazy is we're preaching there that weekend. And so when we walk into the grocery store, we have, there's flyers 
on the window. This is before internet, social media, right? So they would advertise the meetings at the grocery store with the flowers. Come see Mylon and Christy, you know, on the grocery window, right? As people walk in. So he says, oh no, what if that guy's going to be at the church service on Sunday? And here we are arguing in the grocery store aisle, right? And so he says, he stopped and he looked at me. He said, okay, Christy, you win. And I remember going, yes. And so we go, we get to the condo. Now we're having fun, right? We've gotten over our fuss. We're laughing. He's got a movie on. We're making popcorn. I mean, really, we're blowing it out now. So we, I get the cake out and it is flat. It's completely flat. And so Mylon says, Christy, just put it in a little longer. So I put it in. Now when I pull it out, it is burned and flat. <laughs> so now he comes running to the kitchen because now his, you know, he thought he was going to get to have this cake that he may not get to eat now, right? So now he comes in and he says, Christy, did you read the directions? And I said, Mylon, it's a mix, right? And he said, well, try again. Look at it again. So I'm looking. Now, what I didn't tell you is that we were on vacation in the mountains. And so I see at the bottom, all of you already knew. Okay, I see at the bottom for high altitudes. Okay, in all caps, do not use the nine-inch round pants. (laughs) Do not, all caps. And then it finishes up by saying, as if that wasn't enough, it finishes up by saying, all caps, only use the 13 by 9 inch pan. (laughs) Only. Okay, so I read that out loud, and Mylon goes, yes. (laughs) (laughs) And he does his happy dance, right? So what I want you to know is I remember just, we laughed, and, and you know, and then I repented. You know, I remember telling the Lord, how petty. I was so determined to have the last word. I was so determined I was going to fight for my right to pick the pan I wanted. (laughs) Right? I was fighting for my rights over a cake pan size. And I repented to the Lord and asked him to forgive me. And I I repented to Mylon and said, honey, please forgive me. That was so petty, so childish. And you know, if I had just preferred him, if I had just honored him that night and been gracious and kind, you know, I could have had my cake (laughs) and eaten it too. That's right. (laughs) That's right. Amen. Amen. So I just want you to know that we can do this, ladies. From that moment, and that was years and years ago, but I never forgot that lesson. And it was so important to me to know that if I would make gracious choices, then our dreams started coming true. Our prayers started getting answered. And that's what the enemy was after. That's why he was trying to minimize this message to me. But he can't do it anymore, can he? Amen. Amen. I'm in this journey with you. And we can do this. And he has so many wonderful things in store for you if you'll just simply surrender and trust him. Trust that these instructions are good news. Trust that this is the wisdom of God and that when you walk in it, he'll give you success in every realm of your life, in your family, in your business, in your career, for your future, your health. 
So take a moment to receive God's grace in any area that you need to surrender to Him. Because the Lord is gracious and He is full of compassion. He is slow to anger and He is abounding in mercy. And He's ready to be gracious to you right now. So just take that moment and talk to Him about those things. Make that adjustment, any corrections you need to make in your heart or mind. Thank you, Lord. So we're going to be the gracious women that God has called us to be. If you're ready to draw the line in the sand and make that quality decision from which there is no return, you're deciding today to put that behind you, put the anger, the fear behind you. Will you say this after me? I refuse to conform to the world's definition of a strong woman. From this day forward, I choose to obey God's word and be the gracious woman that God has called and anointed me to be. As a result, God is increasing my realm of influence in the earth for His glory. Oh, baby, that was awesome. That <laughs> blessed me, my darling. I'm so I learned awesome. so much. I, I watch it over and over because I'm learning. I want to get it down in here, not just up here. Yeah. So I hope you enjoyed that. I pray that that we will not just be hearers of the word, but they will be doers, not hearers only, but that we will go forth now and do what we're learning from the Lord Jesus yeah. by His Spirit. We sure do love you guys. Thank you for joining us. We'll be praying for you, by the way. We'll be praying for you every day. Yes. And we ask you to pray for us. Stay in the Word, because that will keep you on, on the, the road, road to freedom. freedom.